Some good stuff coming up with New York, guys. I'm getting super excited for our trip. So, oh. I am so ready for this trip. I got a snowstorm coming in, guys, and I'm like, you know, I'm just I'm just ready to get out and enjoy a little bit of time with you guys. I really am. We hit 84 degrees yesterday. That's fantastic. Oh, it's amazing. Now it's 40 today, but we hit 84 yesterday, so. <laughs> it was uh it was 81 here today. Oh man, we've got a snowstorm coming in. So tomorrow I've... it's it's horrible cuz then it's like you got the ice that's underneath the snow and the walking conditions now you're taking those you walk different cuz you got cleats on and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So my legs are like on fire, you know, because you're using muscles you don't usually use. Oh man, I tell you what, I'm ready. All I can picture is a beach, you know, a non-alcoholic well, beverage in you, my hand. You know, you've got a uh, a beach, you know, you a place to stay, uh, you know, know, a bedroom right I here. Know. You two are always more than welcome to come anytime, Charleston, and we'll lay on the beach and hang out. I'm, I'm, man, I tell you what, it's a, uh, it's a great offer, but. Um, Speaking of offers, guys, uh, I'm excited for the show tonight. Mike, I know you're going to rock it. This is an awesome talk. Oh, I'm excited. I can't wait. One of my favorites, for sure. No doubt about it. All right, let's get the show on the road. We're going to go hot in three, two, one. Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines! To infinity and beyond! There's a touch of madness around here. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast. We are recording episode 21, Thursday, February 22nd. On tonight's episode, we're setting sail off to the Caribbean. No, we're not on a Disney cruise line. We're on board the Flying Dutchman. Before we dive into tonight's show, I want to say hi to two handsome fellows staring at me right now. Gentlemen, Justin, Jason, how you guys doing? <laughs> I, I thought my boys walked up behind me. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate it. That's the best compliment I got all day, brother. Thank you. Doing good, man. Yeah, doing real well. It's been a great week uh, here. Real nice weather, and, and I have the windows open. And you got some snow, Jason, you were saying? <laughs> man, it's, 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 come, it's been one of them weeks. Here's what we got. We've got. We had a small warm-up where it got like really warm. It got like the 36 degrees, 35 degrees. And the sun was shining, and it melts that surface snow, and it turns it into that perfect glaze of ice. And what happened is, is we got snow on top of that. So it's just treacherous out there. And now we've got more ice snow coming in tonight. And it's been fun, guys. I'm really looking forward to seeing the robins and uh, and hearing the birds start squeaking scream. When, when, when's that happen there in, like, August? Ju- you know, July, August, you start to get those 40, 50-degree days? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we might. Hey, listen, when I when I um, woke up this morning, it was on the way to work, it was eight degrees. Eight oh degrees. Gosh. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, and I look at the weather, guys, because I look at the map or the, uh, you know, the 10 day forecast and they're like, you know, 29 and 30. And, and I'm like, you guys are liars, liars. I don't even think got above 15 degrees today. But it's that real damp. It's a real damp cold, too. Now, man, this is that time of year. I'm just ready for spring, guys. I'm just ready. I don't know how you do it, man. I wish I could just bottle what we have here and send it to you because, and I feel guilty every time I talk to you because, you know, you'll be like, "Oh, it's so cold today," and the last thing I want to be is like, "Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty warm here." I you know had to turn uh, the air conditioner on and had to uh, put on shorts and t-shirt to make sure I you know didn't burn up outside. I, I just hate to be that that guy. Wait, no, no, I'm not even gonna let you get away with that. You don't hate anything. <laughs> He rubs it in and digs me any time he can, which is fine, and, and, and I love that because I know it's beautiful down there, guys. I know that sun feels amazing. you got the little glow going on. Mike, you even had nice weather yesterday. I'm envious of you. Uh, my time's coming, though, guys. It'll be there for you now. My time's coming. Yeah, and, we'll, and I'll be sitting I down here in what? 130 degrees, and you'll, be, you'll have a nice, beautiful... Uh, 52 degree summer. It's you know it'll be really nice. Yeah, we don't even we, no. It's uh you know 70s, 80s. Yeah. Uh, we don't even close the windows all summer. It's uh, the windows stay open. You know, I mean, listen, it gets you know if it gets hot, then we'll turn run the air. But it's uh beautiful. We got that fresh forest air that comes in all summer long, and it's it's perfect. Isn't it amazing how people acclimate? Like 
if you go, you know, if Mike or Mike or Jason, you guys go to Disney in the middle of July or August, you're like, oh, you know, I'm I'm dying here. But for me, if I go to New York or to Wisconsin in the middle of January, I, I I'm not making it out. It's you might as well have put me on a mountain, you know, and just not getting off the mountain because I'm gonna freeze to death. There's no way. Listen, the acclimation is extremely important. Even in the Marine Corps, when we would deploy, there was that small acclimation period, okay? But even here, when we would go, like, January can be a real uh, weird month for us. Like, we could get up to uh, 30 degrees for a few days, which is actually warm after you've been in below zero for a while, and then dip right back down to below zero. And that below zero is, is deadly. It's just so cold. So acclimating is um is important, but yeah, you're right, and you won't catch me at Disney in July. That, just just to throw that's that our favorite thing to do ever. is to watch. You can, you can pick out from across the way, like if I saw Mike walking, you know, on a July August day, <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, he's from he's from the north. They're from the north. They're from the north because you just oh they're just you know they're it's it's like a just barely making it up the up the sure. up the main street, you know. Yep. That's why we should not go down there during that time frame. All right, guys. Well, now, speaking of warm Caribbean weather, we're going to talk about my absolute favorite ride in all of Disney. And this is at the top of the list. It's a must-do. If it's closed when I'm there, it's like a, it's like a, a failed vacation. And that's Pirates of the Caribbean. And I know that it's if I can't get a fast pass for it, I just feel like I have to do it. That ride has got to be the one ride that completely transports you to where you have to be. Uh, now, I know, Justin, you've done both. You've done the Disneyland ride, and you've done the, uh, the ride at Florida by us. Uh, what do you think? I know the, the Disneyland ride's a little bit longer. Do you have a preference on which one you want to go on? Uh, Disneyland, hands down. It's not even close. I mean, it's not even, it's not even in the same realm of, of, of attraction. It's, it, they are so... Now, don't get me wrong. I love the one at the Magic Kingdom. I think it's a fantastic attraction. But Disneyland, one, it's like seven minutes longer. So when you get on, I mean, you you have an extra seven minutes of story to ride through. So no, Disneyland wins that one, and it's not even it's not even close. Let me ask you this, Justin, because the last time I was in Disneyland was in '93 when I graduated boot mm-hmm. camp, and uh, I did do the Pirates. Now. The one thing I want to mention on that 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 ride was that was the first time I was ever introduced into being completely transported to a different time. Right. I mean, it was. I felt like it was nighttime. I felt. I mean, I felt the coolness. I saw the stars. I mean, and and this was you know a long time ago. Now, is it a Pirates of the Caribbean themed ride now, or is it the same nostalgia one that that like I wrote? No, no, no. It's it's had an overhaul as well. As far yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't mind that either. I'm sure we'll get into that, you know, throughout the episode. But if if people have the opportunity to get to Disneyland and you experience that attraction, you you're gonna say I, I would say 99.9 percent of people, and the the 0.1 percent would be someone who's just being stubborn because it's that good. Okay, fair enough. Now, uh, Jason, when you were there, do you remember there being, and I could be wrong, is there a restaurant or is there like a, a quick serve at the beginning of when the ride starts? Have I seen that before? Is that, was that what's uh, there? Do you remember that? You're going you're gonna to have to mask the man on that because, man, you are reaching back in memories that... <laughs> a long time ago? <laughs> man, it was 150 years ago. Man, I don't remember that. Yeah, there is. Uh, there's Blue Bayou. Um, it's a sit-down restaurant. It, the food is okay. Uh, it may have been um, just what we ordered. I got the steak, and it was decent. You know, it's it's your typical um, kind of what the steak you would get at Be Our Guest before the overhaul. So now they're getting this overhaul where they're going to upgrade the menu. But it's it's kind of that type of food. Um, it does have a have a Creole kind of uh, bayou feel to it. The cool part is this. When you board the attraction in Disneyland, the first scene you go through is through the bayou before you're transported Back in time, um, uh, you know, to, to the day of pirates. As you're sitting at Blue Bayou, Blue Bayou overlooks the attraction, so you can sit up there and you can have your dinner and you can actually watch the boats go through. So it's it, it's it's good. It's it's a it's a great uh, it's a great theming. It's whenever you walk into the restaurant, it has 
um, like the outdoor sky, you know, because it shares the building with the, with the attraction. So it's dark. You have the lanterns overhead, you know, the lights overhead. Um, the inside of the building and the facade is all like a New Orleans type of uh, type of feel because it's located in New Orleans Square there. So it's a uh, yeah, it's 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 a great themed, and I wish that Disney would do that with more attractions because I think I know we talked when we had the Ratatouille episode. We talked about how cool that would be to have a Ratatouille, you know, um, restaurant overlooking or in a part of that attraction. I, and that's something they really they really did really well. Well, you got the small world. Yeah, and you're gonna have. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've actually never eaten there. We've never. We've never. Really? Gone. I mean, I've gone in well, there. Now, yeah, never tried it. What's what is that? Pinocchio what, what Village that House. That's the one. Yeah. Yes, they got the little wish book inside. Is that the one they have the wish book in, where you uh, make a wish in the book? You can write in it. You Mike, know, we you know just we were literally just there a couple of weeks ago, and we used the mobile ordering app, which was fantastic. You know, on a side note, that worked out really well. Yeah. And we happened to uh, get a table by where the ride was going through, and they leave you little cards so you can hold up for the people on the ride, which I think is pretty cool. You know, like give me a That's thumbs cool. up or you know wave, right. or they have all these little cards by those tables so you can you can do that. I didn't see the. It's the it was the first time we ate there, and. We did the mobile ordering. So I opened up my app on the MDE, ordered my food ahead of time, went in the restaurant, sat down, went to the counter, picked it up, and that's all we really saw. Uh, I didn't explore that much of the restaurant. You know, now that now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, I want to say that the last time we went there, Rach asked a cast member, and they said they don't do the wish book anymore, which was really neat because you could, everybody could write down, I think, where they were from and then a wish. You know what I mean? And I think we wrote on it two or three times. And, you know, guys, I'm going to tell you right now, I always wrote the same wish down. And I don't think it's one of those secret things, but I always wrote my wish. Everything, every time I wrote in there, my wish was I wished every wish in this book would come true. That was my wish every single that's, time. Man, that's nice. Yeah. So, so I mean, it was. Uh, so, if anybody ever comes across the book and you see that wish, that was mine. <laughs> Anyways, take a picture of it and send it to me. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out next time we're next time we're there. Well, to, I, I hope it's still. We there. have walked through. I mean, it's because you can kind of cut through there, uh, but you know, you kind of see Disney going to. More of these. I mean, when Mission Space, you got the new Mission Space restaurant, you know, right. coming. And I'm, I don't mean to throw us off topic for a second, but some news that coming out today and it hasn't been confirmed, hasn't been, uh, hasn't been. Um, it's definitely a rumor. The one thing we definitely know for sure is that the Festival Center for Flower Garden will no longer be located in the Wonders of Life building. And uh, so the the rumor is, are we getting a new attraction? I know that they saw a group of Imagineers walking into that building. And you know the roof was just renovated to that building. Um, are we getting a new attraction? Or could this be the location of the restaurant for Mission Space? Now, I don't see it being the restaurant just because it's massive. It's bigger than, the, than you know, than, than the Mission Space building itself. So that's a massive place to put that restaurant. All right, so I'm going to reel this back in. I'm going to bring it back to I know our favorite place, the and everybody that and the uh, place that everybody's familiar with, the Pirates of the Caribbean ride in Disney World. Uh, I love going on that ride. For me, it's a must-do. It's something that I've done with my parents. Uh, it's one of my fondest memories from going to Disney World as a kid. Uh, that's just one of those rides that kind of sticks with you. I've always wanted to be a pirate. I think, uh, you know, that lazy lifestyle, just laying around drinking rum and getting, you know, having no responsibilities. I mean, who wouldn't want that? Uh, one of my favorite movies when I was a kid was The Goonies. I mean, who doesn't love a good pirate? So, uh, Jason, do you have a favorite part of that attraction? Is there a scene in there that you roll into and you're like, ah, this is awesome or inspiring? I mean, there's a lot of little scenes that go on in there. Is there something Ooh. in there that really hits home with you get in there? Man, um, you know, I'm going to say the... Boy, that's a that's a tough one, Mike. Because there are a couple of them. I think I think the the big one for me is when you come around the corner and you have this immense pirate ship at war with the fort. So you have incredible props. You have incredible scenes on both sides of you. And I think to me that's that's the opening up of uh, wow. This is this is incredible. Yeah, I agree. I, I think uh, you come over that, you know, that that little little hill that just drops you down, puts you right in the middle of the battle, 
and it's just awe-inspiring having that huge boat next to you you're in this little tiny boat and the cannons are going off and you know they're going off randomly you don't know where they're going to be it almost seems like they're different every time right. it really right. just kind of puts you and yep. sets the entire mood for that ride uh justin do you have a particular part of that ride that really hits home for you yeah mine mine's probably different from most people because one of the things i really like is when you come around the corner and the cold air hits you and the lightning storm is uh, is going on in the rain and you have the skeleton steering you know steering the sunken ship and it's your last thing you see before you make the turn to head back in time to uh to, to get into this story and i don't know there's something about that that really sets the mood for the entire attraction you get there and you know that you're in for a uh, you know for for a a, a daring swashbuckling um, um story for the next you know four or five six minutes so I know for me, as a family, uh, my wife enjoys it. My girls enjoy it. Uh, it's one of their favorite must-do rides. They feel like uh, they'd be upset if they didn't go on that. They particularly like the part where they're in the town and the fire is going on. The people are running around. They really get a kick mm-hmm. out of that. And Sammy's always commenting about the guy with the dirty foot hanging off the bridge. Uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's just one of those things she always remembers. And that's one of the, the fun moments. She's like, sure. wow, that guy's foot's really dirty. He's got that hairy, <laughs> dirty foot. And uh, I think a lot of people notice that. You know, it's a pretty, it's a pretty well-known guy hanging there. But uh, do your kids particularly, are, are they ones that want to ride that all the time, uh, Justin? Yeah, uh, no. Is, is Riley... I mean, I know she'll, I know she'll ride anything, but is that one of her must-do rides? No, she definitely likes it a lot. Uh, and that was one of the attractions we used to kind of get her invested into more of a, a, a thrill ride. Although, you know, most people don't think of Pirates as a thrill ride, but there's no height requirement for it. So you can take any child at any age on this attraction. And, you know, she, she can sit there. You can hold them, things like that. Uh, so but you do have a few little, few little drops the one thing she always points out is the guy who's had one too many uh, adult beverages and is passed out with the pigs, you know, <laughs> over, over to the side. And he's in the mud. She likes that. You know, the pigs are kind of snorting and doing, doing their thing. Uh, she likes that. She likes the fire scene, too. You know, the fact that, uh, that you, you can smell and do all that. And there's some, there's, uh, some really funny stories about the history of that fire scene that, uh, that I'm sure we'll get into, uh, get into it, too. But, yeah, she, she really enjoys Pirates. Uh, Jason, how about the boys? Are they are they pirate? I know I know because I've seen a lot of pictures. They like Buzz Lightyear and they like a lot of Toy Story stuff. Are they big into the pirates? Uh, big no. Uh, will they do it with bribery? Look, when you talk about thrill ride, now remember, I I make no excuses for my oldest son just not liking thrills. It's just not his thing. All right, and being a little kid, especially when we started him on it, I think he was four. You know, when they were three or four the first time we put them on Pirates, that little drop is, if especially if your nature of not liking thrills, uh, that's quite a um, that's quite a drop for a kid. You know, so that set precedence from here on out on, come on, let's do Pirates. <sighs> yeah, I don't want to do that ride. I'm like, dude, it's a little <laughs> drop. It's not that big of a. I mean, now that he's older and and we've you know we've got uh, some roller coasters under our belt, you know, it's not a big deal. Man, I can't really honestly say that there's any particular part that they come out and like, oh, do you remember this part? Or I loved it when Johnny was, you know, when uh, Jack Sparrow was in the... They don't really talk about it that much. So um, I I guess I'm I'm, I'm always open to adopting another kid (laughs) that loves it as much as I do. So, but you know, it's um, it's not. Maybe this next time in May, Mike, I'm gonna when we do it, I'll uh, put my ear to the ground. I'll engage in conversation a little more with them on their actual feelings if they have an emotional pull to the ride and what their favorite parts are. But as of right now, man, I well, don't have. We that. wrote it together, and they seemed to be into it when we were on it. So I mean, they they were having a good time. Yeah, because they had chicks with them. <laughs> yeah, I guess you got you got to impress. Yeah, I mean, little... come on, man. I mean, my son might not like thrill rides, but he knows that when a girl's around, he's gonna jump off the building. Give That's that all good. Then. Now I know Justin, right. you're big on the history stuff, and and Walt Disney had his finger on the Disneyland uh, portion of the Pirates of the Caribbean. And if I'm not mistaken, that was one of the last projects that he ever worked on. It was. It was the very last project he worked on, and unfortunately, um, he died about three months before the attraction would uh, would open uh, in March of '67. Uh, and but what was cool? Something that the animators did, and you talk about you talk about this attraction had like the all star 
who's who group of Imagineers. I mean, Walt had his hand directly on it. Uh, Mark Davis, Existencio, uh, Claude Coates, uh, Yo Gracie, Blaine Gibson. I mean, the, the, if you if you think of a Disney legend, they had their hand on this attraction, whether it be um, everything from the ride system to the uh, uh, um, the actual music that you hear. Existencio has, has been rumored to have written uh, the music, the, the oh, yo ho yo ho. And um, but the cool thing they did that you know Walt was really failing in health, and they knew that. And so they rigged up a chair on a dolly system, and they took him through the attraction at the same pace that the future boat would be traveling at. So he actually went through the attraction the same way we go through the attraction now. So he was able to experience that, but he wasn't able to experience the actual... Um, he died in December, and the uh, the attraction opened in March of the following year. So, And the funny part is, uh, Walt... Um, you know, you get me talking about history about about Walt. I can go forever because I just love it so much. But Walt uh, really liked the fire scene. You know, I know that's Jason. You were saying that's one of your you know you one of your all's favorites. It's Mike's. Mike's one of your you're one of your favorites. And the cool part about this, I don't know if you noticed or not, was you know that that um, that effect is done with fans and cloths like material and lighting. But at the time the fire marshal was so afraid that people wouldn't be able to figure out that it was fake that they made him do a ride shutoff for the attraction. So that way, if there was an actual fire, they could shut that down. So that way people wouldn't know. It's pretty. So at the time, that was like the highest of high, you know, they thought it was a real <laughs> fire. And now we look at it, we see things now in 3D and, you know, crazy <clears throat> stuff happening around and we go, ah, you know, that looks like fake fire. But yeah, back then that was, that was top of the line. Cool, cool. Uh, was it always supposed to be a ride-through? Was it supposed to be a museum at one time or another? Wasn't that the original idea and then that got scrapped? It was, yeah. It was supposed to be a walk-through. It was supposed to be almost like a wax museum. And then they uh, they transitioned from the walk-through to the, uh, to the boat attraction because there was no way to make sure people were going to right. keep walking. You know, there was no way to manage how many people they could put through this attraction on an hourly basis. Uh, without having a moving ride vehicle. Uh, cool. Now, Jason, do you normally fast pass that, or is that something that you're willing to wait online for? Mm, no, I don't wait. I don't wait for any line and interaction, and I don't mean to come across as bougie or better than anybody when I say that is there's not a ride in Disney World that I can stand and wait for, and that's just my personal um I don't. I can't. I can't sit in a ride. Number one, I got the bladder the size of a shot glass. All right. And, it, and and that's no joke. So listen, if I've got an hour and a half wait for a ride, I'm wearing Depends, okay? So number two is, um, I just don't. I I guess like you know if if you if you've done a ride a, a couple times, you know it's not like a must. Like I, I it is a must, but it's yes, okay. I fast pass it, Mike. What would what. In what would be your, what, would, what would your time frame be cut off? When would you walk past that ride and say, "I'm not waiting on that"? I'm not waiting on that. Is it thirty minutes? Is it forty-five minutes? What's your time when you say, ah, "I'm not waiting"? 20, twenty minutes. 20, tw- okay. Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes is tops on any ride. Even, even with the amazing yep. queue that that has, I think that's got to be one of the best ride queues on property. Well, like I said though, when you have kids, you know, I, I can't say that now. Maybe now that my boys are older, I would do half hour, forty-five minutes. All right, because. You know what? When they're when they're, you know, two, three, or three and four, or four and five. I mean, those are all huge, huge leaps and bounds in ages. And now I've got six and seven year olds. You know, I, I can. You know, we can communicate and and entertain each other in the, in the queue. And 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 maybe I would do a forty minute one. You know, uh, maybe we would. You know, it's different. You know, so uh, our family's always evolving as the kids get older on on our Disney experience. So maybe forty minutes. Let's say forty minutes. How's that? Fair that's enough. Good. I, I'll agree with that. Okay. That's okay. That's acceptable. Right. I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> okay. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> what about you, my man? Uh, I'd I'd wait on that for an hour. You know, that would be the the cutoff time of the, for that would be an hour. I would. That's one of those rides, though, that during the daytime you could see long, long waits on that. But if you're planning on staying at Magic Kingdom for the rest of the day, and that's kind of a tip to anybody, as the night tends to 
wind down, that tends to go down to 15, 20-minute rides. I mean, unless you're there on a really, really peak day. Mm -hmm. But for any of our uh, Disney Dad family that's listening and you're at Magic Kingdom and you're kind of a newbie, uh, don't get discouraged if it's in the middle of the afternoon if it's an hour wait because keep checking the ride time on that because that tends to go down pretty quickly. Uh, that's a people eater. You get a lot of people in that queue. You get a lot of people on the boats and you're constantly moving people through there. So even if you get one of those times where you're like, oh, it's an hour and I didn't fast pass it or I didn't get a chance to fast pass it, just keep an eye on that time because that tends to go down later in the day as the days go on. And if you hit magic hours, I don't think I've ever waited more than 10 minutes on a magic hour day. But but that's one of those rides that if I have to wait in the queue, I certainly don't mind it because I really enjoy it. Uh, one of my favorite things in the queue is if you notice there's two skeletons playing chess. And the chess game is set up on a stalemate basis, which I think is pretty cool. And it's almost like they died playing chess. And uh, that, that ride queue just has that cave feeling like you're being transported somewhere else and uh, that's why i really enjoy that uh agree with jason 100 on the wait time because uh, 20 minutes is kind of ours with pirates as well i agree with jason up to the point of wearing depends <laughs> i'm not going to quite make it to that point um yet but um but no tw 20 minutes and but we did wait for almost an hour at disneyland so it's you know we would do it for if we hadn't done it a ton of times. Yeah, but see, I would wait an hour at Disneyland because I don't get out there that much. Right, exactly. But and you got to think too. If a lot of people don't get to Disney World that much. Oh, oh no! Especially you know a lot of times Disney's one and done for a lot of families. This is it. This is their big hoorah yeah. for their life or or for you know for the next five years. Um, definitely. If I was in a position of my knowledge of Disney right now, and I've never been to Disney World. I would absolutely 100% wait an hour and a half to ride that ride. No questions asked. No I questions agree. asked. So, so you know, guys, they, like I was talking about, the ride queue is pretty amazing. There's a lot of details in there, things like the chess game and uh, there's hidden Mickeys there. If any of you guys are looking for hidden Mickeys all throughout the, uh, the ride queue. Uh, but as you guys know, you hop on board the boat, you go through, you have that water screen. Uh, it's Blackbeard is uh, one of the water screens. Uh, who's the other one? What's what's the other? Uh, Davy Jones. Blackbeard? Davy Jones is the uh, is the other water screen you see. You come through after the water screen, and you have the poor little mermaid who's now a skeleton <laughs> with the uh, the crab walking along the beach there. And then you get to that next scene that your favorite scene, Justin, is with the uh, skeleton pirating the ship. And uh, you continue down that ride. You go to Jason and mine's favorite part with Barbosa and the, uh, the cannonballs going off to the fort. And then what becomes a really cool part of the ride is all of the little details that pop up during the town scene. You have the mayor being dunked. You have all of the little uh, scenes and scenery and skits going on in the background. Uh, do any of you guys have any particular fond parts in the, uh, in the uh, scenes? I, I I find it amazing that you know when they start singing the yo ho yo you know that's just the the whole the whole part of this ride where it's such a a cool song but there's so much chaos going around. I mean, is that not just the epitome of a bunch of drunk guys and a pirate? You know, back in the day, just not caring about anything going. Or the house is burning down. As long as I got my drink, I'm okay. You know, so I always get a chuckle. It tells out a perfect story. It does. Yeah. It is a perfect story. It tells a perfect story. Yep. It's uh as you go through and you see all the different things happening to the different folks of the town, you know, and the the, the ladies chasing the pirates with the with the brooms, which used to go the other way around, but they, they switched that, you know, a few years back. And uh you see all the uh all the animals that almost have like joined the pirates. Like mm -hmm. they're they're all like the donkey and everything is just kinda of, it almost looks like he's had a a few things of rum and it's just like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm just joining in on this. Uh, it's just, it, it's once you get into that, that, uh, that town and that you, you start to join in, you start to feel more like a pirate too. It's one of those great, you ever watch those movies, Mike, where it's supposed to be a bad guy, but you're cheering for the bad guy. Oh, sure. It's exactly what pirates is. It's like, Oh, okay. Well, I want the bad guys to get the gold and get all this. And, and do that. So it, it's just a fantastic story. I think even one of the pirates is sharing his rum with a cat, right? Here, yeah, kitty, kitty, yeah, he's yeah, these, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're all in on it. But uh, but more or less, is it not just a Robin Hood story? You know, I mean, it is. Look, look we're yeah. taking we're taking gold from the man. You know, the man. 
And I know, and I am, and if you're from the IRS, I'm not condoning any of that, of course. However, it is a Robin Hood story. And um, it, look, that's, that, is the, that is, to me, the modern man's fairy tale right there. Modern man is in modern, modern person. <laughs> Before we start down to the next <laughs> subject here, let me be a little politically correct. Right. Yeah, and that, that brings up a sore subject because a lot of people are going to be upset. The next scene that we get into is the auctioning for the bride. And as we know, Justin, you were saying that the ride's going to be shut down in the next couple of days. Yeah, it's going to close. Uh, it'll actually be closed by the time this episode drops. Uh, it's closing February the 26th and will be down all the way until March 19th. And uh, you're going to see the uh, the redhead make her transition from uh, from being auctioned to she will now become a part of part of the piracy. She will become a pirate and uh, and still still be there. Same uh, same face, same long red hair, but she will be a pirate and will be uh, be helping out the uh, all the buccaneers. Now, would that be cool if that transitioned over to a story of where she becomes her own persona, where where a whole just a whole spinoff of of something comes out of this? I mean, wouldn't that be amazing mm-hmm. that we're right here at the beginning of it, watching this just just grow and turn into something? You know, when it first happened, I was a little taken back because I don't like change. Okay, agreed. Especially to something that iconic. Yep, agreed. Now, I, the fact that they're not pulling her completely and they're just changing her story, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm, 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 you know, I'm fine. I, you know, I am fine with that. I, I did, I did. I'm right there with you. I had an issue with. Uh, I'm not saying that you got to glorify, you know, maybe a negative part of history, but history is history, and facts are facts, and it's just part of what it was back then. All right. However, in the light of of, of where we are today, I think it's a great move for Disney to do this. I really do. And I think it's about time that maybe we get a a solid female pirate to just take on the seas you know i mean just to give some balance out there i think that's a great idea who knows maybe maybe a, a spinoff I'll, of the movie will happen from this I, you know who knows with disney who knows i love it you know mike we have to be uh we have to be uh very very careful because our our uh disney dad's family on the facebook group is mostly women so we got to keep you know we got to watch what we say here we're, we're gonna get in trouble trouble with all oh of our yeah I, you know I'm kind of with you. I don't like the change. I kind of like the old way how it's been. But having two daughters, it's nice to have something that they can relate to in the ride. Almost of a superhero kind of like the the bad girl pirate. You know, that's a that pirate based thing is pretty. Uh, you know, boy oriented, you can say, you know, the, the girls have their things technically, you know, obviously anybody can be into anything. I'm not saying that, but the, you know, the boys technically usually gravitate towards the pirates and the girls tend to gravitate towards the princess stuff. But at least now it kind of opens the door to a girl having a hero when it comes to the pirates and not feeling like she's doing a guy thing. Same thing when it comes to the, with the boys, when they do the, the, when, if they gravitate towards the princesses, there's always the princes there or the beast or something else that they can, you know, feel like, well, you know, I'm not going to get made fun of, or I don't feel bad because I'm gravitating towards this, even though I might really like Belle, or I might really like Tinkerbell, or one of those kind of things. So I think it's nice that having daughters, they have something they can look forward to when it comes to the pirates and idolize. That's a great point. Yeah, you know, both of us have have daughters that, uh, you know, I, I'd like to look at my kids, and you like to, you know, look at your girls as strong, independent, um, um, you know, girls. And I think we try to raise them to be that, and to have that... Be able to go on this attraction and point to that and be like, wow, look at this, you know, she's a pirate, you know, and, and for, for Riley or Sammy to be able to, instead of going straight to bibbidi-boppity and, you know, always getting addressed and things like that, maybe, you know, maybe they'll be uh, inspired or want to, to uh, be a pirate, go pirate league and get, yeah, and be a pirate. I mean, it's fun. I mean, Riley loves dressing up as a pirate during pirate night on the cruise ship. We have so much fun. So I... I the more, the longer I think about it, you know, I had that first really just brrr, reaction <laughs> where I was just like, "Oh, they're changing," you know, they're changing this iconic, you know. But now I've completely done a 180. I, uh, I'm, I'm actually, I'm okay with it. I think I have no knowledge, obviously, but I have a feeling as soon as that ride reopens, when you get to that gift shop in the end, they're gonna have redhead, they're gonna have the redheaded pirate 
material mm-hmm. there for the girls to buy. It's it's a if not anything, it's a marketing thing. They're gonna sell that stuff out. They're gonna have the, the I'm sure they'll have plush dolls. I'm sure they'll have them on the shirts. When you walk through there now, there's already the the pink uh, skulls and all of the you know girly type of uh, you know pirate league stuff. So yeah, I think as soon as you, like I said, I have no knowledge. I have no idea. I've never seen it yet. But I'm sure you're gonna walk through there and see her as a character on the t-shirts and dolls and marketing and you know as a sales grab i agree so as the ride tends to wind down you come around the, t- the curve and there's a very famous iconic scene that i know is in both of the pirates of the caribbean ride and that's the guys in the jail cell trying to get the key away from the dog and i think that's one of the funniest cutest scenes ever uh, jason you're a big fan of that love scene, that you? scene guys i love it i don't know why i love it because you know it really when i look at something like that it's like Throw me a bone. You know, it's like how many people have been right there on the on the verge of a life-changing, and of course that's the worst because those are, are varmint and criminals that are locked up, but have been on a life-changing thing where it's like, all I need is just this one little piece to fall into place and my whole life is going to change. Like, just give me the key, dog, please. I love that <laughs> because it's just like everybody's life is balanced on one dog. You know, and it's like I absolutely love that because I find so much humor in that. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a great scene. It's uh, it gives that after you've gone through the whole attraction, it gives that little bit of levity to it. You know, a little bit of levity to to the to the ride. So, no, I I really really like it. Now, Mike, you didn't you didn't before you move on, man. You didn't. Uh, how about you? Do you are you a pull? You got a pull to this scene? I do, I do. I think, believe it or not, out of all of the memories from when I saw it with my parents uh, as a kid. That was one of the scenes that just struck me as a really cool, funny, well-put-together skit scene. And I don't know if it's because it's kind of on its own. You know, it's not intertwined with the city. It's kind of got its own little thing. It's got its own little spot. Uh, It's kind of a sad spot, too, because you know the ride's over. It's kind of like, it's coming to the end. Uh, But... Yeah, no, I mean, that's one of the fondest memories I have doing that ride as a kid. You know, that and the battleship scene when you first come in against the fort. Those were the two scenes that I remembered very much, very very strong in my memory from a kid. And then obviously it carries over to today. Uh, there's obviously been a few changes in the ride since when I was a kid. One of the changes is obviously adding Johnny Depp and the characters from the new one. Uh, that last scene, I know sometimes if you guys go there different times of the year, you get stuck at that last part, you know, because they're emptying boats. Or if you got somebody, you know, that needs a little extra time getting out of the boat because it might be a little handicapped or whatever the case is. So you get stuck there sometimes. Man, I could sit at that spot and stare at all of the details and the jewels. Johnny Depp just kicking back, leg up on the chair, drinking his rum. The animatronics of that Johnny Depp, I swear, you could take him out of there, put him in there, and you wouldn't even realize it was him or not. They did such a fantastic job when they added the Johnny Depp uh, animatronics to that ride. I, like I said, I could sit there and watch that for hours. I don't mind getting stuck in that spot. I mind getting stuck on Small World and getting stuck with that song in your head over and over and over because you know, that happens a lot. But man, I could get stuck there all day. You guys enjoy that last scene? It's called the lunch spot. It's Mike. I call those lunch spots. I just want to. I just want to jump out with my lunchbox and sit down and have lunch and just take it in. You know, there's a couple places in Disney that are like that, and that is an absolute favorite lunch spot of mine. You know, it's funny you were saying that you like Johnny Depp could just hop up. And you you know the real real giant up would come in, but that actually happens in Disneyland every now and then. One right. of the things we have to all admit that giant up is a tad bit eccentric. You know he's uh, he, he's a little bit out there. Uh, he really gets into these characters that he plays. He likes to go actually get in costume, and they will go and put him into the final scene at the Pirates there at, there at Disneyland every now and then. And you can see some great um, YouTube videos from him being there if you'll if you'll search him out so how cool would that be man come around the corner and there's there's uh there's jack sparrow the real jack sparrow sitting there waving to you i love me some johnny depp man i really do i mean he is eccentric sometimes he says some stuff that i gotta scratch my head or, or pull myself back but man i do love me some johnny depp i really do um can i can i touch base on that gold the, the amount of gold that's inside that room okay i'm a gold fiend i love gold coins Gold is my favorite color. I love panning for gold. Everything about it is, I just absolutely am fascinated with it. And then to put me in front of, in a boat, in front of this room with all this incredible detailed treasure is enough to make 
any any treasure hunters salivate. I mean, the, the the glands just start going because it's just incredible. And to think that there's still treasure like that that's at the bottom of the ocean just uh, is is incredible. So um, they did a great job on it. I love that ending. Yeah, you can't you can't top off a pirate story better than achieving your goal at the end. I mean, that's the best way to end it. X marks the spot. You got your gold. Mission accomplished. You're right. So yeah, that that guy that sums up the ride. You know that you get that you get your gold at the end of the ride. That's the, the total pirate story. You you made your mark. You got it. But our gold every week is our Disney Dad's family and your guys picks of the week. Picks of the week. It's time for us to get our picks of the week. All right, so. Being that I'm the host and I get to pick who goes first, I'm going to pick Jason this week. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, you, oh, 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 look at it. Just when you. I just when I did that, I have a, I have well, a, you know what you why, are because because Justin was rubbing in how warm it was for the last couple of days. You know so the two are. of us you're cold that, guys, you're that, have to, uh, you're that mangy dog at the end of the Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean. Ugh. I'm going to go with something a little bit off the wall here. And, and um, as incredible as all the picks were, I'm going to go ahead and reach out to Courtney at Billadou and her picture of pulling out of port. Listen, she's got the truck. They got the uh, trailer full and they're heading down to Orlando. And here's why I'm picking that is it's not so much the picture. It's the meaning behind the picture. Guys, Good luck on your adventures. You got an incredible adventure lined up for you. It's scary. It's exciting. But you know, that is what living life is all about, Courtney. And um, may the winds of Disney always be to your back. And please keep us posted on your uh, your journeys and uh, when you guys get settled in and and what fun you have. And, and listen... Um, Life's not always that bowl of cherries, right? Isn't that, you know, it's not a bowl of candy every time. You know, just keep your eyes on each other and the reason why you're doing this move. And good luck to you guys, really. And thank you for sharing that with us. Well, I guess I get to go next. <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. Justin, go ahead. Let me hear you pick it a week. I might be finding a new Disney dad's family if that's the case. <laughs> uh, this, week was, this week was easy for me. Uh, you know, normally that's not the case. I, um, I saw this picture. Probably four or five days ago, and it's from a, a newer newer member of our Disney family, uh, Pete Dragstrom. And uh, yeah, oh yay, yay! Mike's <laughs> holding up the picture. That means I stole his. That makes me so happy. Um, but Pete, I tell you, uh, when we started this, the one thing we wanted was for everyone else to um, have a place to where they could go and share their Disney pictures and know that people are going to. Love you like your family, and we do. We love all you guys like your family. And Pete shared a picture of his son who uh, who has a rare brain disorder, and um, he's with Rapunzel, who he says uh, his his son says Rapunzel's his girlfriend, which is an amazing choice. And just the look on Rapunzel's face and the look on his son's face, and they're just looking at each other and holding hands, and it's just it's exactly what Disney is. It's exactly what Disney you know is to us and is to everyone else. It's that moment to where everything in the world is perfect. And, uh, I just, we really appreciate that. We really, um, really, really loved it. And, uh, yeah, man, that's my pick of the week. Pete. Pete, Pete put some incredible pictures of the family out there while he was at Disney world. And, um, I have to agree, Justin, that was an awesome picture. He has some really good, I like the fact that he's like, I'm usually behind the camera, but these two, I'm not. And a lot of people can relate to that. You know, it's like, I'm the one usually, my wife is like, I'm the one that's always taking a picture. So, you know, that's like when we go to Disney, it's photo pass a hundred percent because she's finally in the pictures, you know? Um, thank you. Thanks Pete. That was awesome. Yeah, very cool. Pete, that was a fantastic picture. It was definitely one of my top choices of the week. And Courtney, good luck with your move. You know, I'm, I know what it's like to move and uproot and do some stuff. So uh, more power to you guys for doing that. It's a, it's a scary ride, but it's a fun ride, and it'll be worth it in the end. Uh, I'm going to do my pick of the week, and my pick of the week is going to be Shannon McPherson. And Shannon McPherson shared the picture of their kids eating ice cream. And it was their the Mickey, the Mickey Pants uh, ice cream sundae. And... What an adorable picture of the two kids just having a good time. You can see the, the joy in their face. You can see how what a good time they're having. And besides, my daughter loves your daughter's hat, the uh, 
the, the cute little bedazzled Mickey Mouse hat. It's it's a great picture. You guys look like you're having a fantastic time. And uh, that's my pick of the week. Oh, and I have one more thing I just want to say. Uh, Stephen Goatee was a good friend. He was a good friend of our Disney Dad's family. Uh, had a happy birthday. Uh, looked like you had a great time. Uh, you had a nice... Uh, princess birthday cake, which you know, no guy can <laughs> Harper Rock can't go it. wrong with a princess yeah, birthday cake. Did. So happy good. birthday to you, Stephen. You know, you're you're a good friend of ours, and uh, happy birthday to you, my friend. Uh, going back to the kitchen sink with Shannon, then the girls. <laughs> How about the blue teeth? Because <laughs> you, because you, you know, it's like, okay, what did you get? Some goofy magic in the mouth, you know, like the 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 powder that you can buy and everything. It's just mm-hmm. that's one thing about Disney is it's uh, man, I tell you what, it's one big sugar high. So uh, we haven't. Guys, I'm telling you, this is this is so hard every week, these picks of the week, because people actually put out some incredible pictures every week. I mean, we should almost just collect these and put them in a photo album and throw that up on eBay or, or put it on Amazon or something, because they're just great pictures. You know, it's the first thing I do every, I don't know about you guys, the first thing I do every morning, my alarm goes off, and I literally roll over and just scroll through the, you know the notifications from the group and look at all the pictures and all the people. And uh, it's just, it's become just such a positive moment of my day is when I open that phone up and see everyone's posts and everyone talking Disney. And and we got to talk about uh, just one second we got to hit on, and you might remember who it was. Someone was wanting a uh, a Disney button for a photo shoot. How cool was that post? And within 10 minutes, there were 10 people saying, I have extra Disney buttons. Here's everything I have. I'll send you whatever you need. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll look back and, uh, and, and go, I, I think it was, uh, I think it was David. Yeah. Da- uh, David threw up a whole bunch of, he said, listen, these are my buttons. You name it. They're yours. I mean, David's been great. He's been posting a lot of stuff on our page about his hurricane stories and they're fantastic to read. Uh, it gets me through the day, kills a little time for me. I really enjoy reading them and you've been- and just to show how what a fantastic guy you've been, just to throw yourself out there for somebody, whether you know him or not, just to say, here, this is what I have. We're a Disney family, and you guys are welcome to it. And that's that's pretty incredible, and it speaks magnitude and volumes of what a great guy you are. And the rest of you guys, and the rest of you guys are that offered up as well. Yeah, David David Zerfoss, and uh, yeah, just he was so nice, and and uh, he said, don't worry about sending me money, don't worry about sending me shipping. I'll I'll get those out to you. And uh, and then I noticed in the post right below. I think it was to Rachel. Uh, he said, "I'll send you the rest." I mean, that's that's what Disney's about. It's it's uh, it's all about that positivity, that fun, that family atmosphere. And uh, guys, we have we're very lucky. We are three very lucky people to have all these people that have you know joined our Disney family and let us be a part of there. So, true story, buddy. True story. So, guys, like I said, we love your picks of the week. Keep them coming. It really gets us through our day. Justin, why don't you let them know the best way to reach out to us and get their picks of the week on? Yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of different ways. The best way you can find all of our social media is at our website, www.disneydadspodcast.com. There they have the links to our Facebook, which is uh, definitely our most active social media site, uh, but also our Twitter and our Instagram. Uh, also, you can find our email is disneydadspodcast at gmail.com. And also we have our personal emails you can find on there as well if you'd like to send us uh, each individual messages. Also, our phone number. 317-WW-DADS. Uh, give us a call. Shoot us a text. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, but you can find all that information at www.disneydadspodcast.com. And don't forget, while you're at the site, we have two different SoundCloud channels uh, that you can listen to sounds from the parks, uh, music from the parks, or you can listen to all instrumental music from Disney movies uh, from the past. Uh, two things I want to interject here. Number one, Justin Dude, that site is fantastic. You have done such a great job on that site. I just absolutely love it. And and I mean that personally from, from me to you. I don't give you enough credit on it. You did such a great job on it. So thank you for that. And number before you even say anything, number two is um, walking with Walt. I love last week's story. Anybody who hasn't listened to Walking with Walt, tell us tell us what Walking with Walt is all about. Yeah, uh, last week was a lot of fun because it was uh, it was a, a story that I love about Walt Disney, uh, about his paper route. And what what we looked to do with Walking with Walt is it's a short show, ten to fifteen minutes, and just diving into some of the stories about the man um, and and the legend he became and the people that helped him become that legend. So uh, I really recommend 
you know, take 10 or 15 minutes, go check it out. All the links uh, for Walking with Walt are on the website. Uh, under our shows, go to Walking with Walt. There's been five episodes. Our sixth episode will drop uh, this Sunday coming up. Also, you can find it in our regular Disney Dads podcast feed. So you don't have to download anything new. You don't have to uh, go to a different feed. It'll be right there for you. Sounds good. I I love listening to those shows. It hits the right spot, 10, 15 minutes. The girls love listening to them. Uh, we're certainly a huge fan of them. Great job with those. Uh, listen, guys, we covered a lot of stuff about some of the about the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean tonight. We covered a lot of uh, some of the closures that's going on with the ride, some of the changes, and some of the things we've seen. Uh, take us home, Justin. Give me some closing remarks. Uh, excited to see you guys. It won't be uh, it won't be long before. I'll be on a plane headed uh, headed north and um, be arriving there in NYC and uh, get to hang out with you guys. So I'm really, really looking forward to it. It, uh, it can't get here fast enough. Agreed. Agreed. Jason? <clears throat> yeah, listen, I got two points I want to drive home. Number one, uh, I want to throw a personal uh, thank you to your wife, Justin, Katie. She has been such a huge supporter. Listen, when we first started putting this together and, you know, and, and, and meeting Katie and knowing you guys, Man, I thought she was gonna be our biggest critic. I'm like, oh man, what is what is what is Katie gonna? <laughs> and you know, she's been such a great friend of the show too. You know, um, we have good admins. You know, I got to give them props too. You know, Sarah and Cheryl and and Laura and listen, um, these guys are what make this community great, and we have great people in it. That uh, as a result, you know what I mean. So, um, but I got to give props to Katie because her her post that she did tonight was awesome. She just just out of the blue. Gave Mike, myself, and you um, just a nice little kind words that was said, and and and, and that's awesome, man. And I, and I really thank Katie for doing that. And number two, Mr. Miyagi, you are the man. Thank you, sir. And I'm gonna leave it at that. I'd like to do- jump in real fast. Yeah, th- th- uh, you know, my wife, uh, Jason, and I, we joked when we started this that, you know, she. Uh, she she definitely will be a critic when when she needs to be, and uh, you know Katie and I aren't the type of people that where we always you know post on social media about how great each other are, but we know we love each other and, and all that. But yeah, she's been very very supportive. But two, um, talking about Mr. Miyagi, uh, kind of an inside thing here, but but I want to say this past week we have received more emails than we have at any time since we've been doing the show, and it's been through all three of us um, from people listening and. We we appreciate you guys. Uh, we appreciate those, and we always respond um, because we want to thank you for taking the time to reach out to us, uh, whether it be something you want to hear, something you would have liked to seen different, or just saying thanks for doing the show. It means the world to us. So thank you guys. Really, really thank you. Yeah, Justin, you hit the nail on the head with that. You know, I think you said it best last week when your words were, you know, we'll build the treehouse, you guys come and play. This is your this is your guys' site. And uh, the feedback we get from you guys is absolutely fantastic. If it weren't for you guys with the feedback and with all of the positiveness, uh, we'd just be a couple of guys rambling on to each other. So I really appreciate you guys. And uh, that's it. Until next week, have a good one, guys. Good night, buddy. Good night, pal. From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you, and remember, always keep it Disney. And they all live happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us, and when we're brave enough to listen, and bold enough to pursue, That dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the I don't I don't think I have no Go ahead. Well I was gonna say I don't I I have no all yours. Go. (laughs) Go. It's all yours. You sure? Yeah, I'm positive. It's all yours. All right. All right, gentlemen, that's a wrap. What a fun show, guys. Gosh, I needed this. Man, I needed this tonight. What's been a week?